doors. And by a super wide margin, Floridians contacting the governor ask him for this veto. And he obliged their request. I'm Bill Bunkley, and that is something to think about. WTBN, Pinellas Park. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. President Trump's travel ban remains on hold. The Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has upheld a lower court ruling that blocks the law that would temporarily suspend new visas for people from six predominantly Muslim countries. The administration had rewritten the ban after the initial version suffered legal defeats. The Fourth Circuit is the first appeals court to rule on the revised version, and its decision makes it likely the administration will appeal to the Supreme Court. Correspondent Sagar Magani. Speaking directly with President Trump, British Prime Minister Theresa May has raised her concerns over alleged intelligence leaks from the Manchester bombing investigation. Two leaders met today at NATO headquarters in Brussels. White House spokesman Sean Spicer says President Trump wants to get to the bottom of it. He was outraged by this, um, that someone in a government agency would would potentially leak classified information uh, that would undermine an ongoing uh, investigation and further potentially compromise national security. Warm ocean waters expected to fuel an unusually active Atlantic hurricane season with government experts forecasting 11 to 17 tropical storms. Five to nine of those storms will become hurricanes defined as having a sustained wind of at least 74 miles per hour. And two to four of those hurricanes will become major hurricanes. Government forecaster Ben Friedman, the six-month Atlantic storm season officially begins June 1st. OPEC members extending their agreement to cut output for an additional nine months in effort to support prices will prove difficult in the face of growing production from the U.S. Stocks ending the day higher on Wall Street at the closing bell. The Dow up 70 points. NASDAQ 42 points higher. The S&P closes 11 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. If you run your own business, when you're not on the job, You're on the road, in your van. Signs that say detour and do not enter are just plain bad for business. Well, here's a sign that's great for business. It says 0% financing and up to two years complimentary scheduled maintenance on Mercedes-Benz Sprinter or Metris vans. Powerful, capable, and affordable. That's Mercedes-Benz van power. With pioneering safety technologies and low total cost of ownership, Mercedes-Benz vans are the right choice for your business. Check out the full lineup of Mercedes-Benz vans starting at just $25,995. Zero percent financing and up to two years complimentary scheduled maintenance. That's van power for all. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. Starting at price refers to base model Metris worker cargo van. Excludes all options, taxes, title registration, transportation charge, and dealer prep fee. Please see your dealer or go to mvvans.com for further details and exclusions. There's an investigation following a mass attack that injured eight guards and seven inmates at a California prison. Officials say a brawl at Pelican Bay State Prison near Sacramento was so violent that guards had to open fire to get the inmates to settle down. When it was over, eight guards and seven inmates were sent to the hospital. The guards had been using pepper spray and batons to break up a fist fight between two inmates when they were swarmed by other felons in an exercise yard teeming with several hundred high-security inmates. Investigators are trying to determine if the widespread attack was planned or spontaneous. 
I'm Shirley Smith. Israel this week marking the 50th anniversary of its capture of East Jerusalem in the 1967 Middle East War. It's an event it celebrates as the unification of the internal capital of the Jewish state. News and analysis at townhall.com. We are here to help deepen your faith. Every one of us who is a Christian is going to stand before God, and we're going to have our lives evaluated by God. Our words, our thoughts, our actions, our motivations. Faith Talk AM 570, online at com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel, inviting you to join Bill June 16th through the 25th for a once-in-a-lifetime pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. NATO members must finally contribute their fair share and meet their financial obligations. But 23 of the 28 member nations are still not paying what they should be paying and what they are supposed to be paying for their defense. This is not fair to the people and taxpayers of the United States. And many of these nations owe massive amounts of money from past years and not paying in those past years. Over the last eight years, the United States spent more on defense than all other NATO countries combined. If all NATO members had spent just 2% of their GDP on defense last year, we would have had another $119 billion for our collective defense and for the financing of additional NATO reserves. That was our President Donald Trump. Chief bill collector for the U.S. of A. trying to get people to pay up in NATO. Welcome to this uh, Thursday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm honored to be with you today. You know, I know that you have questions, and I've got some answers for you this afternoon, and something that you're not going to get from the liberal media. Now, our show, once again, is simulcasting all across West Central Florida on our Salem Network Faith Talk stations, on our answer stations. And on the biz, we also have live apps, iHeartRadio, real-time streaming. Everything is up, so call a friend and uh, have them tune in in their favorite venue. Phone lines are open right now in Tampa, 813-287-5700. In Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, your local number is is 941-955-0930. For Florida and across U.S., toll-free, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, President Trump is uh, right now uh, tough talk over in Brussels. I want to give you the setting. All of the NATO leaders were gathered together shoulder to shoulder out in a courtyard when President Trump made this address, and uh, it was very clear. 
Uh, America is paying more than her share to keep NATO going. Also, that's uh, that's the same number uh, as what happens with the United Nations. But 23 of the 28 countries are not ponying up. That's right. So how can NATO function unless the member stations, member, um, boy, I'll tell you what, I've had so much uh, happening today. Let me get my act together here. Member nations uh, that are a part of uh, NATO. And uh, so the president wanted to know who's going to pay up. And uh, right now, NATO members spend the money on their own defense. The funds that they send to NATO directly account for less than 1% of the overall defense spending by the uh, members of the alliance. Now, what they're looking for is, um, and again, I'm sourcing an article from... um, Michael, don't you love it when you print something out and it's not listed? Let me give credit to Ivana Katasova. Ivana Katasova, K-O-T-T-A-S-O-V-I-A. Um, and there's there's nothing on my printout that tells me who she's with, although I thought it was a U.S. News and World Report. But anyway, um, thank you, uh, Ivana, for your reporting. Anyway, to get to the point real quick, NATO is based on the principle of collective defense. You know, we all get together, and if one nation is attacked, we're all attacked. And uh, so anyway, um, there has only been um, one time that that's been evoked, and that was uh, in response to our attack here on 9-11. Now, to make NATO work, it is important for all members to make sure their armed forces are in good shape, so NATO sets up an official target on how much they should spend. That currently stands at 2% of GDP. That is the 2% target that President Trump was just talking about. Uh, It's described as a guideline, and there is no penalty for not meeting it. It is up to each country to decide how much to spend and how much to use the money uh, in terms of that collective uh, defense. So let me give you the percentages, okay? Let's start off with the U.S. of A, 3.61%. Mm-hmm. Let me give a shout-out to to Greece, at least Greece, with all of their financial problems. They're at 2.36%. Estonia is at 2.18%. The United Kingdom is at 217 Poland is at 201 And these are just the, uh, the major countries, by the way. France is at one79 uh, Turkey is at 1.69. Are you ready for Germany? 1.2. How about Italy? 1.11. How about Canada? 1.02. So, as our uh, collector-in-chief is in NATO stepping on toes, we'll continue to follow his trip. Certainly uh, a less responsive and a less enthusiastic, enthusiastic crowd that he has uh, met there while he is in Brussels. Well, last night at uh, just about one minute after 7, I got a phone call letting me know that uh, Governor Rick Scott had, in fact, vetoed Senate Bill 106. That is the bill, the vendor's license under the beverage law. Getting a little nervous as you were with us yesterday. Uh, Normally around 3 or 4 o'clock, we'll get uh, the bills rolling out from the governor's office that he has signed that day. 
And so we came on the air at 4, 4.30, 5, 5, 5.30, and then at 6. And uh, as I was uh, leaving our studios, I mentioned to our general manager, Barb Yoder, I said, well, here we go. Uh, no news from the governor's office. And I said, well, he might be waiting until after the 6 o'clock news. Or he might be planning on letting this thing become law without his signature, and maybe it'll be into the evening when he releases a statement. And so I got a call about 7.01. I didn't want to go public with it until about 7.19. I think that's about when I did. And that's when I saw the Secretary of State's uh, stamp on the veto letter from the governor. It was actually stamped at 6.58, and uh, we got the word out uh, last night. So... Uh, Governor Scott did veto the legislation last night. Uh, he basically said it was uh, an infringement on small businesses and that small businesses uh, could be put out of business and that jobs would be lost, and he wanted to stand up for those small businesses. Now, keep in mind, on Tuesday, the governor also shared with reporters that his uh, other concern for the bill was that, obviously, when you put alcohol and what this bill would do, this would... Uh, been described as striking down the wall and instead of having a separate standalone package store they wanted to put uh, hard alcohol right in uh, Walmart, Sam's, Costco, Walgreens, Target, etc, 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 which means that there would be a, a tremendous amount uh, of impulse buying and uh, you better believe that uh, for instance when you were going to check out at some of their self-service checkouts or in those lines you were going to have some end caps right there by the register with some Jack Daniels, vodka, et cetera, et cetera. And you may not have gone to Walmart to buy that, but you'd buy it on the way home. And so uh, the, pres- the, the governor, um, who by the admission of his mother, God rest her soul, uh, when she was alive, she talked about the fact of uh, her having to raise Governor Scott because uh, his dad was uh, – uh, a pretty bad alcoholic, pretty abusive, and was not on the scene. And uh, in addition to that, the governor also told reporters on Tuesday that he has a brother that's struggling out in Texas. So, um, and we know it was uh, it was very much a part of his veto decision, even though um, some of his public comments on his veto letter indicated uh, differently. Now, if you'd like to see my letter, I'm going to share with you right now. But if you'd like to uh, see or share my letter. My thank you letter to um, Rick Scott. You can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Uh, right there on the landing page, you can click on the link. It's in red, and that is uh, my thank you letter to Governor Scott. But I'll share with that for you here in just a moment. Dated today, May 25, 2017, Honorable Rick Scott, Governor of the State of Florida. Dear Governor Scott, I wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for your veto of Senate Bill 106. Over the course of your consideration and evaluation of this proposed legislation, your public transparency and openness to talk about the disease of alcoholism as it has adversely affected members of your family was very moving. I remember your mother's testimony about her raising you alone because of this very issue as you undertook your first campaign for governor. Unfortunately, too many around our state can relate to her testimony as well as yours this very week. Many were praying for you as you shared with reporters your concerns regarding increased access to hard alcohol, 
along with your position about the negative impact this legislation would have on small businesses and jobs. At least for now, decreased protection of minors and increased impulse buying of hard liquor will not be occurring on your watch in Florida. And for that, you are commended for not adding to any proportional increase in DUI arrests, arrests, accidents, deaths, domestic abuse occurrences, and other hard alcohol misfortunes that would have occurred had this legislation become law. And again, thank you for your leadership on this issue. Rest assured that thousands around the state, particularly within the Christian worldview community, are not only standing with you, but will remember your courage and statesmanship in light of the pressure put upon you to sign this legislation. Most respectfully, William H. Bunkley, President of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. That's my letter to the governor, and um, remind you that uh, a lot of pressure was on the governor. 30 different lobbyists were hired. I'm talking about the Armani suit type of uh, lobbyists, uh, very well-paid lobbyists. 30 were hired between Walmart and Target to get this bill through. Uh, Target had given a total of $110,000 to the leadership fund uh, for uh, uh, Governor Scott, one $50 contribution right on March 31st, the day after it passed the House, as yours truly and others uh, were working on this truly David and Goliath effort. Um, so um, um, we are we are pleased and thankful. Uh, for me, I give uh, all the glory to uh, to God for um, what has happened here. And again, uh, not a single person came to, came to Tallahassee talking about the fact that we don't have enough places to buy liquor. I think everybody in their local community knows where to go to the independent package store. Uh, we were not advocating, you know, uh, we're, we're going back to prohibition. We're not going to be uh, letting any alcohol flow. But uh, there's no doubt that uh, whatever the percentage increase of consumption uh, would have come about, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 percent. You know, go look at your current Florida statistics for DUI arrests, for DUI accidents, for a DUI deaths. And, and how about those domestic violence calls, alcohol-related, hard, hard alcohol? You can pretty much uh, bet that it would have been a proportional increase. So uh, I think it's a good balance. I think we have a good system here, and uh, it's something that uh, we're going to continue to uh, focus on here in the state. What I want to tell you, phone lines are open. What do you think? 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. When we come back, a whole lot more to talk about on the Bill Bunkley Show, including the hurricane season may be a little active. Bill Bunkley, I'll be right back. I'm Lois Falconetti, co-owner of Dominic's Blinds and Decor in Sarasota. At Dominic's, we're proud to sell American-made, not imports from China. With 27 years' experience, we assure you our American-made window treatments are far superior in style and quality to the inferior imports from China. Visit us at Clark and McIntosh in Sarasota. Call 922-2345. 922-2345. Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. How would you describe your health care? If you're like most Americans these days, the word affordable isn't top of mind. 
Well, here's some good news. There's actually a trusted health care option that is affordable. It's called MediShare. Unlike insurance, MediShare is Christian Healthcare Sharing, a community of more than 200,000 believers across America who share each other's medical expenses. It's about half the cost of insurance, and it's fully acceptable under the law. And here's the best part. Because MediShare is based on biblical principles, you never pay for things that go against your beliefs. MediShare is affordable health care for Christians. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. For your free information guide, call 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. MediShare, affordable biblical health care. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back keeping you informed. We have uh, the answers you're looking for. Bill Bunkley here coming up on 20 minutes past the hour. And uh, I couldn't help but uh, listening to that spot about not available in Montana. How about that uh, Republican running for the Congress in Montana? Greg Giaforti. He was getting ready to do an interview yesterday with Fox News. And a reporter who I guess has been hounding him with The Guardian. Um came up into the pre you know the pre interview and uh, stuck a recorder in his face asking him uh trying to get him on the record to say something about uh, the CBO score that didn't quite come back the way Republicans uh, had anticipated in terms of their proposal to repeal and replace Obamacare and man next thing you know man in an instant it was smackdown Montana Grabbed that reporter by the throat, lifted him up in the air, and body slammed him right in front of that Fox crew. And then uh, proceeded to pound away on him. Um, Anyway, um, not a good move when your election is today. The day before the election, he woke up to three newspapers in Montana, all reversing their endorsements away from him to his, um, his Democratic opponent. Uh, interesting, though, uh, I think 43 to 47 percent of uh, Montanians have already voted in early voting. And in Montana, you cannot change your vote. So um, anyway, um, I, I just guessed that he was, you know, I'm going to tell you, I've been a candidate. I know what it's like when you're tired. I know what it's like those final hours before the election. But, uh, dude, you cannot you cannot go off on people. Now, now I got to tell you, believe me, I, I, I'm half Montanian. My mother is from Missoula, Montana. I was born here in Tampa, Florida. Been going to Montana every year of my life, practically, both summer and uh, and winter. A lot of skiing, a lot of summer stuff. I know Montana. Yeah, they pack. I mean, they'll wear their six shooter on their you know on their waist, and and I'm talking about real cowboys. I mean, real cowboys are in Montana. Uh, and it's interesting because uh, I, I want to see what some of these Montana folks think about this. 
Uh, but we'll wait and see. But nonetheless, uh, not a good idea if you're running for office. Do not, do not grab the press by the throat. Pick them up in the air and body slam them on the eve of your election. Um, I think it's safe to say that it might not be real healthy for your election. So with that. Now, other thing I want to tell you, do you know what the rumor is that's out there? For those of you that are on Twitter, okay, go to your Twitter and hit the question mark and just punch in Sean Hannity. Go to Sean Hannity's Twitter. Now, I got a heads up earlier today, um, and I'm only mentioning this. Uh, Normally, I wouldn't, but uh, Sean's pretty high profile. And we know that there have been some um, employment changes, to to, to, to say the least, over at Fox. Been some rumors that uh, Sean may not be uh, in good steed with the new Murdoch brothers who are kind of running the joint. And there's a producer over there that Sean's pretty close with that um, has had a rough time. And so um, we got a heads up that, uh, you know what happens at Fox, when you go on vacation, when you come back, they tell you don't worry about coming back. You can ask O'Reilly about that. So anyway, guess who takes uh, an annual Memorial Day vacation? Sean Hannity. And last night, his tweet, you'll see it, uh, his tweet said, um, you know, getting ready for my, made it clear, getting ready for my annual Memorial Day extended weekend now. So he tweets, and but his last sentence is, and I'm going by memory, um, but will Sean Hannity be back? Question mark. Now, this wasn't anybody else's tweet. It's not me speculating. Else. This is on Sean Hannity's tweet when he got off the air last night. So look about 11 o'clock last night. Uh, if you're on Twitter, uh, I challenge you, just just get your Twitter and, and do a search on Sean Hannity. Don't do hashtag Sean Hannity. Go to Sean Hannity, uh, his, his Twitter, and uh, read that little post last night. So who knows if something is up. Um, um, anyway, he's going to be out for uh, a few days, and we will see what happens. Now, um, coming up, we're going to have a chance to uh, give you an opportunity to get $100 off of a, of a real interesting gathering. It's called Freedom Fest at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas, by the way. We're not, we're not shipping you across the pond, Las Vegas. July 19th through the 22nd, we actually uh, are going to have the producer of Freedom Fest with us. And if you'd like to go, um, just use the code SALEM, S-A-L-E-M, to get $100 off the retail price. Our own uh, Larry Elder is one of the speakers, as well as Dinesh D'Souza. We'll be talking to him in just a moment. But uh, it's worth it to uh, pass this along, and I know that... uh, Predicting hurricanes by the Hurricane Center sometime is uh, as inaccurate as the CBO is when they are um, marking up legislation. And there's a, you might want to just ask the question, how often is the CBO incorrect? Because uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of stuff is flying around right now in terms of uh, the House's repeal and replace of Obamacare based on uh, that, uh, the score. But Fox 13 News is reporting that we have some warm ocean waters 
that is just primed to fuel an above-normal Atlantic hurricane season, while the usual storm-suppressing El Nino conditions are expected to be scarce. They're going to be hard to find. And this comes to us courtesy of the U.S. government forecasters from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. They're calling for 11 to 17 named storms. And no, Bill is not one of the storms. I don't think Michael is a storm either. One storm could be called Miracle, miracle though. I mean, that could be an option. That'd be interesting. Anyway, um, we're going to have five to nine um, named storms with two to four hurricanes expected to be major with with sustained winds of at least 111 miles per hour. Forecasters expect warmer than average waters across the tropical Atlanta Ocean and the Caribbean Sea. And so um, El Nino, which has protected us, uh, which is the natural warming of parts of the Pacific Ocean. Emphasis, natural. Did you hear me? Natural. We're not talking about man-made El Ninos, if you know what I mean. Um, Warm waters uh, feed a hurricane strength, while strong wind shear can starve it and pull a storm apart. So... um, these models can be uncertain, and they do update them as they go through the um, through the year, so we'll have to see. We do have a new weather satellite that's going to be aiding forecasters to see developing storms in greater detail. And uh, so anyway, um, hey, get your hurricane preparation kit together early. Get your sterno, get your stove, get your water, because you know what happens. You wait the last minute. Home Depot ends up a little bit light. All right. I would like to go out to Vegas out in July and hear some free thinkers. We'll talk about that next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump's travel ban remains on hold. The Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upholding a lower court ruling that blocks that law that would temporarily suspend new visas for people from six predominantly Muslim countries. Speaking directly with President Trump, British Prime Minister Theresa May has raised her concerns over alleged intelligence leaks from the Manchester bombing investigation two leaders met today at NATO headquarters in Brussels. British authorities say they're pressing forward with raids that they say are uncovering key evidence in the investigation of the Manchester terrorist attack. Another good day on Wall Street. Stocks ending higher. The Dow was up 71 points to 21,083. The Nasdaq 42 points higher. The S&P better by 11. More details at srnnews.com. Here at Faith Talk 570 WTBN, we want to better understand our listeners and serve you better. That's why we hope you'll go to letstalkfaith.com and take a brief survey regarding your core beliefs on the resurrection and how those beliefs have shaped your life. Help us be true to the gospel and true in our commitment to serve you. Please help us by taking a few minutes to fill out a short survey at letstalkfaith.com and use the keyword survey. 
For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now, but they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Call right now and your gift to Save the Children is matched dollar for dollar thanks to a generous private donor doubling every gift you send to give a child suffering from severe acute malnutrition life and hope for the future. Please call 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836, or give online at 88givenow.org. True wisdom involves the proper knowledge of God and ourselves. That's John MacArthur from Grace to You, talking about his new book, None Other, which we want to give to you absolutely free. These are practical, applied truths about God. Get your free copy by logging on to our station website and use the keywords None Other and discover the God of the Bible. Why not ask for your free copy of John MacArthur's None Other today? Order yours at letstalkfaith.com. Do you remember the story of Jesus' baptism in the Jordan River or Peter's words to Jesus in the midst of the storm on Galilee? The stories of our faith. Let them come alive like never before as you experience Israel. A 10-day odyssey, November 1st through 10th, during Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. You'll enjoy luxury accommodations. Most of all, the stories of our faith will come alive like never before. Experience Israel. Register today. Keywords experience Israel. Israel at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, I'm Dr. Raul Serrano. I'm Dr. Suzanne Foley. We're the host of Health From Within Radio, and we're here because we are passionate about helping people go from fighting disease to truly building health. You know, our purpose and our mission for this radio show is to really allow you to regain your health, fuel your purpose, fuel your passions, and live the life that God designed you to. Saturday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. We're back, Bill Bunkley, on this Thursday afternoon, 34 minutes past the hour. Uh, coming up, um, I am going to address... Um, a very serious situation um, a little bit later on before the top of the hour, and that is uh, these leaks. These leaks. I mean, to tell you, it's so bad, the U.K. put us on notice that they're not going to give any more information on this terrorist attack because somebody in our intelligence line continues, or somebody's, is just releasing all this information. And so, guess what? Who's getting the information? The New York Times. Well, the president's not a happy camper, neither and I. We'll talk about that coming up in just a bit. But now, hey, who's ready for a road trip? I'll tell you what. We've got an interesting opportunity for you to go to, uh, um, it's called called Freedom Fest, and uh, uh, we want to give you a discount and send you to Paris. That's right, all the way to Paris. Well, well, kind of. It's the Paris Resort. Out in Las Vegas. Now they got your attention. That's on July 19th through the 22nd. Um, 
And uh, we have a special guest this afternoon, Mark Skozensi. He is the financial economist and professor at Chapman University in California and the founder and producer of Freedom Fest. And I got a website for you in a moment. But, uh, Mark, good to have you with us in the program this afternoon. Bill, it's a pleasure. You know, Freedom Fest, there's so much going on there that people are just going to be blown away, I think, what we had. And you just talked about the leaks of the Trump administration. We're bringing together at Freedom Fest. It's a little bit of everything, but politically, we're bringing in the Freedom Caucus with Senator Mike Lee and uh, Congressman uh, Massey and Biggs uh, from Kentucky and Arizona. These are leaders in the Freedom Caucus, and they're going to give us a uh, an update on what's going on in the Trump administration and the pros and cons. We're even having a big debate. Of course, Trump is a very controversial figure. And uh, so uh, the Trump debate, uh, people were throwing tomatoes and everything the last time we did it last year. So this year, (laughs) he's now president. So we're going to find out uh, who's who's in favor and who's against, you know. Now, the big thing here, Mark, is that this is nonpartisan. uh, It's independent. You're not affiliated with any organization. You're not connected with any think tank. And you'll have a wide range of speakers, events. We'll also talk about a film festival. But I got one question before we drill down. I mean, just how many speakers do you have? (laughs) I I know that I was promoting our own Larry Elder and then Dinesh D'Souza, the two I mentioned. But it went on and on and on. I'm like, man, are are these dudes meeting for a week or what? Yeah, no, it's uh, three or four days, and Steve Forbes, for example, is our uh, our co-ambassador, and uh, he's he's there all three days. We do not have a green room. We have over 200 speakers. You mentioned a couple of them. We also have Michael Medved. We have Steve Moore. We have Grover Norquist. We have a financial conference with Jim Rogers, Peter Schiff, Louis Navalier, myself, and others. William Shatner is coming as the captain of the free enterprise. So we're excited about having the Star Trek man there. Um, And back to Steve Forbes. He's celebrating his 70th birthday at our conference. So we're having a big uh, uh, to-do celebrating his birthday. It's actually the 100th anniversary of Forbes magazine and the 100th anniversary of the Bolshevik Revolution. So we're having this big panel on capitalism versus communism, who's winning the bat, the 100-year war of ideas. And, you know, you think capitalism has won, but when you see what's happening in Venezuela, when you see that MIT Press is publishing a book called Communism for Kids, when you see what's going on campuses and stuff, it can be a bit frightening, and so we're going to have this debate on how we can win this war of ideas once and for all for free market capitalism and uh, the the ideals that America stands for. Now, right now, if you're by your home or office PC, go to FreedomFest.com. That's FreedomFest.com. That's FreedomFest.com. And I want to tell you that if you'd like to uh, make your plans now to head out, this is going to be a very wide-open event and uh, absolutely uh, just going to be one of the most educational times of the year. It's going to be held at the Paris Resort there in Las Vegas, July 19th through the 22nd. And I want to tell you, remember this. If, you're, if you think you want to go, uh, just remember that uh, you can get $100 off the retail price of attendance by using the code SALEM. And again, code is SALEM, S-A-L-E-M. 
If you're going to head on out there, make sure you plug that in before you buy your tickets. You're going to get $100 off the retail pricing. Um, how did you get this thing kicked off? When did the uh, the Freedom Fest uh, originate from? Well, we came up with the idea in 2007, so this is our 10th anniversary. We're very excited about it. We have several thousand people coming. And my idea was, listen, we're losing the war, the uh, the Freedom War. The, uh, the enemies of freedom are so much better organized. And so why don't we have a national or international convention where all the freedom lovers come together, we learn, we network, we socialize, we celebrate liberty. I mean, we have such a spectacular event. People that go to it, I mean, like Steve Forbes normally comes in, gives a speech, and leaves. But for our conference, he's there all three days. So it's a very exciting event. Uh, the Fox News people are going to be there in big time. We have John Stossel, who's giving a video presentation called Confrontation, My Run-Ins with Donald Trump, Ted Turner, and other central planners. We have Kennedy as judge of our mock trial, the police on trial. We have Greg Gutfeld, host, co-host of The Five on Fox News. Uh, it just goes on and on. Like you say, uh, we have over 200 speakers, and these are household names of people that uh, everybody's heard of before. We had Donald Trump there two years ago, George Foreman the day before year before so it's really a spectacular event and i hope people can join us and by the way they can't hide in the green room they're cruising around the uh the convention venue there and so that's an excellent opportunity for you to get a little photograph a little uh uh, a little selfie action there and also get a chance to maybe get some of their books signed now now tell us before we let you go you also uh have an event called the anthem film festival what is that Yep, so the Anthem Film Festival uh, premieres top documentaries and narrative films uh, with uh, themes about liberty and responsibility and accountability, and it's just been getting better and better. I mean, these uh, many of these uh, films uh, go on to win major awards like Poverty, Inc., and Can You Take a Joke? Uh, these are uh, well-known films, so if people go to anthemfilmfestival.com they can see we've now listed our 23 different docs and films that we're showing and it's just great when you you come into a theater and uh, there's several hundred other people joining there that we have 2,000 people coming and they don't all go to the films of course but it really is a fun event. We do, we also have Hollywood's number one biographer there, Mark Elliott, who is speaking on Charlton Heston, Hollywood's last icon. And I'm sure all your listeners remember Charlton Heston for Ben-Hur and Ten Commandments and the NRA. And his son, uh, uh, his son is uh, is uh, is going to be there uh, to talk about that. So uh, we're really excited about. Uh, the Film Festival, and some of our Hollywood stars that are coming to Freedom Fest. All right. Uh, and that website is freedomfest.com, freedomfest.com. And uh, tell me, uh, we've got a combined audience here. We have our answer stations during this hour here in West Central Florida, as well as our Faith Talk stations and the biz. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, the profile of uh, our folks listening today on uh, who you would suggest uh, should, should attend. Well, it's uh, surprising how many, I mean, we have authors, we have professors, we have uh, ind individual investors who come, we have concerned citizens, we have people of faith who come, we, we also have great debates, Dinesh D'Souza is there, he's debated uh, 
the uh, Christopher Hitchens at Freedom Fest, who is now uh, passed on and is a is a true believer, no doubt. <laughs> oh yeah, he's seen the light. That's for sure. Yeah, he's seen the light. Exactly. Might have been but... very briefly, but he saw the light. I'm, I shouldn't make light of that, but uh, I hope that he came and knew his Savior before he died. But yeah, but, but... We, we do have a great group of people who come, and it's just so wonderful to join together physically. You know, we we email each other, we do social media, but there's nothing like coming together. Like we're due here at Freedom Fest in July. It's just a great conference. All right. And I want to tell you, so many great people have lined up to see that. And again, here is uh, the information for your travel plans. It will be at the Paris Resort on the Strip in Las Vegas. And I guess you can probably figure out what the landmark is there in case your Uber driver isn't on track there. Easy to find. That's going to be Freedom Fest, Las Vegas, Nevada, July 19th through the 22nd. And remember, that if you'd like to go and go to the fest, and uh, probably one of the events where you will have more access to the speakers than you would ever get at any other event, when you uh, purchase your ticket and your retail price of your ticket, if you will just put in the code SALEM, that's SALEM for the Salem Radio Network, Salem Media, you're going to get $100 off the pricing. And uh, I want to tell you, I, I was amazed as I was just scrolling down because I, I thought, okay, we got a couple, three speakers. I'll just highlight it, too. I'm saying, well, let me get a cup of coffee as I go down this list here, and, and then I'll decide who I want to, who I want to, you know, suggest it might be a, a draw. But, uh, Mark, thank you so much for uh, your foresight, and I know this is a lot of fun, but the main thing is you're serious about freedom. You're serious about capitalism. You're serious about this country. Thank you so much for your dedication each year, you and your staff, to put this together. And uh, we hope some folks from Sunshine State will be joining you on July 19th to the 22nd. All right. Thank you very much, Bill. Take care. God bless you, my friend. All right, bye-bye. All righty. That is Mark Skousen. Mark Skousen, who is the uh, founder of the uh, Freedom Fest. And, again, that's going to be taking place at the Paris Resort, Resort Las Vegas. 19th through the 22nd, freedomfest.com. That is freedomfest.com. All right, to set up the next segment, um, by the way, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And I know the last two or three days, I want to apologize because we have had so much information to get out, especially um, with our dedication emphasis here at the Salem Radio Network uh, for – not only our faith talk stations, but our conservative talk, and to have the the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, wow, in Saudi Arabia, then in Israel, and then the Vatican, and back to back to back. But I um, um, want to just uh, tell you that uh, we're going to be talking about um, just where is the New York Times getting all their information. And uh, I don't know about you, but I am particularly fed up about unnamed sources. I know unnamed sources are very important in the process, but I'm going to tell you what, we have uh, we have a sick and a new paradigm, and that is um, we've got, uh, and I, I wouldn't imagine, I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than one, we do have this counter-government. We do have this underground government that has decided upon itself in many of the departments of the bureaucracy of the federal government that they know best what you, the American people, um, should have knowledge of. And uh, when we get into the amount of national security leaks that are happening, 
what's going on in the Oval Office at times. Information about the Manchester investigation that may have compromised the investigation and know that even today I believe that the U.K. authorities would not have wanted to have that name out there of the terrorist. Not only are they undermining President Trump, they are undermining this country. And uh, we'll talk about that and take your calls next to Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Twenty-five years ago, the World Wide Web was launched. Dances with Wolves was voted the best picture, and most importantly, Rivard Buick GMC was established in the bustling suburb of Brandon, Florida on Route 60. To thrive in a competitive automotive industry, when you're going up against the huge mega dealerships, it's no small feat. But Roger Rivard and his crack team of loyal, enthusiastic employees outwork the competition every day on both the sales side and service side of the business. Rivard Buick GMC is the number one Sierra dealership in the state of Florida. They have the selection needed to satisfy the most discerning Sierra buyers. And during the select model sale in May, you'll save up to $10,000 on select GMCs and Buicks. Go to RevardBuickGMC.com for details. When you see Roger and his staff at many of the community events this year, make sure you say congratulations on a very successful 25 years. That's Rivard Buick GMC. Route 60, Brandon. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. So, I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners. That was so 2004. Now, I download videos at home, and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you? Twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean-cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes, and... (gasps) No more sorting socks? No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners, you do life, we'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy, for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. 
If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-566-2424. That's 1-800-566-2424. 1-800-566-2424. Or go to selectquote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Weekday afternoons at 3. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Looks like about uh, eight minutes before the top of the hour. Bill Bunkley here. Well, the New York Times, I tell you what, uh, we need to find out what they know because I think they have a pretty good idea who these leakers are because these stories keep ending up on the pages of what? The New York Times. Fox News is reporting that the New York Times defended its publication of the crime scene photos from the Manchester bombing site today as President Donald Trump condemning the diplomatically damaging leaks and calling the Justice Department for a complete investigation. Now, I'm going to tell you that Donald doesn't like being called out by the Prime Minister May of the U.K., and rightly so, and saying that uh, they're going to stop cooperating with law enforcement officers in this country uh, on the federal level because people can't keep their trap shut. And they're not working with this highly classified uh, material. In fact, uh, it was it was stunning to me that the officials in the U.K., because of their investigation, which now has led to eight, count them, eight people being arrested, um, they didn't even want the name out there. So um, what's up with the leaks? We got Brian standing by. He's been very patient to want to weigh in in Clearwater. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Brian, welcome to our program. Hey, Bill. My prayers go out to those people who died the other night and the people at Parliament when that happened not that long ago. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, Britain, they have no space to be running their mouth. They're leading from behind. After these events happen, they can always go and arrest people within um, 30 minutes. But what about beforehand? But what I was really going to say is I was listening to Larry Elder the other night, and a lady from Birmingham in England called the show when uh, Mark, when some guy named Mark was filling in for Larry. And she gave details of the crime that haven't even been reported here. So the leak didn't have to come through our intelligence infrastructure. It could have just come from anybody because she said that on the ground in England it was reported that they had intelligence chatter five or six hours before that concert that that arena was in danger. They did nothing. And she also said that uh, there was a vigil for those people like the following day or something. There that was. Had to be cut short because some joker showed up with a knife and a baseball bat. I haven't heard that reported here. I just heard it from this lady who called from Britain 
and she listens to 12.50 a.m. in Pittsburgh via whatever way she gets radio right. from here to there. So the leak didn't have to come through an official channel. It could have come from anybody. But, Brian, i got to ask you, aren't you concerned about the leaks that have been happening? In other words, if this was in a vacuum, and if uh, and I get it that, uh, look, we, we've got uh, the U.K., They've had to put military um, uh, personnel to to guard their important areas armed, and they had to pull the guard at the at the palace. And they've got police now carrying weapons. And boy, talk about uh, safe zones and Sharia law that they have allowed. But but it, doesn't it still concern you, given what we've been dealing with the last six months to a year? And 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 I'm convinced it, it, there's a shadow government. I mean, we we got some serious issues here. Concern me, but I heard some lady who used to be the head of MI6 or something. I guess she's retired now, and she goes on her thing all pompous last night. You should have heard her. <laughs> it's very important that the countries involved remain in charge of the investigatory, and that the information only be released. Okay, fine. But Brian, Brian, you know, Brian, Brian, stop right there. You got to get in your car, get over here, and cut a demo because we, <laughs> we got people who will pay for that around the country. Okay, we need. <laughs> <laughs> don't quit! You now, don't quit! Her. Don't quit your day day job. But I'm gonna tell you what, man. Uh, my man Bill Carl's out for a little bit, but when he comes back, I come by do get a little audition out there because, man, that's that's pretty good. You can you can probably uh, get yourself uh, get yourself a meal covered out back for that. I was furious <laughs> just hearing it because she was so pompous, man. I understand. It's like y'all are the ones with the problem. That Britain's on its way to being a failed nation. They've allowed all these people in, and it's out of control. But if some detail gets out, it's our fault. Sure, we got our problems here. Sure, you bet we do. But Theresa May talking down to President Trump today—that was a non-starter for me. <laughs> what do you I'm think? Uh, I got to ask you. Just a side note. So, what do you think about uh, our creditor in chief calling out uh, NATO to pay their bills? That's big time. That's that's the way it's supposed to be done. You know, you've been like, and in Germany, I I adore Germany. I was in that country for three years almost. But, hey, man, they wanted us out. They wanted to demilitarize Germany. Rhein-Main is just a regular air force, just a regular airport now. See, now they don't have anybody watching their back and see what happened to them. And Germany's only up at 1.2% of their 2%. Uh, got one minute left, but but they're only at one2 the 2%, so they're not paying yeah, up, are they? They're feeding and housing all the people that are trying to kill them right now. <laughs> of course they don't have the money to pay the VIG. I'll tell you what, Brian. Angela Merkel is the worst thing that's happened to their leadership. Well, well, well she's busy having a conference with President, uh, former President Barack Obama today, so that's where that's where her interests are Those at the moment. people are talking down to Donald Trump, but Donald, I'm sorry. He's my president, and they're wrong. That's right. Brian, we got to go. Let's continue the conversation on the on another day, but good to have you with us. Good to have you with us. All right, coming up next on AM 860 and 930, it's Jay Sekulow. Coming up on AM 57910, it's hour two of my show, The Bill Bunkley Show. A lot more to come. And for all others, as always, thanks for being with us this afternoon. And uh, I'm going to take some world today time off, but uh, we'll see you soon. Coming in out of the rain and hear the jazz go down. Competition in other places. 
Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. Do you remember the story of Jesus' baptism in the Jordan River or Peter's words to Jesus in the midst of the storm on Galilee? The stories of our faith. Let them come alive like never before as you experience Israel. A 10-day odyssey, November 1st through 10th, during Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. You'll enjoy luxury accommodations. Most of all, the stories of our faith will come alive like never before. Experience Israel. Register today. Keywords experience Israel at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group Breaking news is our from townhall.com I'm Keith Peters President Donald Trump's travel ban is facing another legal setback. A federal appeals court in Virginia is upholding a lower court ruling blocking the ban, which keeps the administration from suspending new visas for people from six Muslim-majority nations. The Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals' chief judge says the ban vaguely invoked national security interests, but is rooted in religious intolerance and discrimination. It's the first federal appeals panel to rule on the administration's revised ban, after the initial version was also blocked. The ban's now likely headed to the Supreme Court. Sagar Megani, Washington. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals is hearing another case on that travel ban. The British are angry over leaks at the Manchester bombing investigation from the American intelligence community. Senior policeman Ian Hopkins says officers have been assisting some of the bereaved relatives after leaks to the U.S. media. Last night, the family liaison officers shared with those families the fact that intelligence had been leaked and published in the New York Times. It is absolutely understandable the distress and upset that this caused for those families who are already suffering, as everyone can imagine. White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer says President Donald Trump is ordering the Justice Department to look into the leaks. I think the president has made it very clear, um, going back, you know, months, that, that leaks um, threaten national security and that he is... Uh, outraged at these allegations and he wants to get to the bottom of it. Manchester police stopped providing information to the United States about the Monday concert bombing after photos of the crime scene appeared in the New York Times. On Wall Street, the Dow by 71 points to 21,083. The Nasdaq rose 42. The S&P advanced 11. Oil down to 48.90 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to relieffactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. 1-800-500-8384. That's 1-800-500-8384. How's that kitchen remodel coming along? Uh, I haven't found a reliable contractor and have no idea where to start. What about HomeAdvisor? 
A home what? Home Advisor. They match you to pre-screened and top-rated pros for any kind of home project. You can even check pricing and book appointments online. What's the catch? No catch. Home Advisor is completely free to use. Really? I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. Home Advisor. Congress is moving to crack down on sports organizations that fail to report suspected cases of sex abuse. Approving a bill that was triggered by reports of sex abuse in U.S. gymnastics. Our Olympic Committee failed. Indiana's Susan Brooks. The abuse should have been first and foremost prevented. The system utterly failed when the abuse was not detected and not promptly reported. In action that Brooks says lasted for two decades. A silence that led to more girls being abused, hurt, and harmful coaches and others who face little to no repercussions for their heinous actions. The bill requires that the governing bodies of amateur sports promptly report any suspected cases of sex abuse. The Senate will consider similar legislation. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. The U.S. acknowledges that bombing an Iraqi building in March set off a series of Islamic State-planted explosives that resulted in more than 100 civilian deaths. The mishap underscores the difficulty of rooting out the extremist group's fighters. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. OPEC officials have agreed to extend production curves, which were due to expire next month. The production limits agreed by OPEC and some non-member oil exporters have had only a modest impact on prices, which are still only about half the level they were three years ago. Ahead of the meetings at the organization's headquarters in Vienna, Russia and the biggest OPEC producer, Saudi Arabia, had already agreed they want to continue the production limit for an additional nine months. Reports from Vienna say that OPEC has now agreed that. BBC correspondent Andrew Walker reporting. Monstrous cyclones are churning over Jupiter's poles until now a largely unexplored region. NASA's Juno spacecraft spotted the chaotic weather once it began skimming Jupiter's cloud tops last year, surprising scientists who assumed the giant gas planet would eventually be boring and uniform down below. Turning counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere, just like on Earth, the cyclones are clearly clustered near the poles. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel, inviting you to join Bill June 16th through the 25th for a once-in-a-lifetime pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. I just chaired a meeting of COBRA where I was updated on the extraordinary response of the police and emergency services to Monday's horrific attack. The police have confirmed that eight suspects remain in custody and that progress is being made in the case. But the threat level, as assessed by the Independent Joint Terrorism Analysis Centre, will remain at critical. Shortly, I will be travelling 
to the NATO summit, where I will be working with international colleagues on defeating terrorism. I will make clear to President Trump that intelligence that is shared between our law enforcement agencies must remain secure. And that is the Prime Minister of Great Britain weighing in before she is to, uh, well, that uh, was a cut from some time ago, uh, calling President Trump out. I uh, shared that especially for Brian. I don't know if Brian has crossed over. He was with us at the end of the last hour as we're simulcasting on all of our stations. And now we are with you on our Faith Talk stations. But um, I wanted to carry over that story for just a moment because um, – this particular attack in Manchester, now with eight arrests, uh, who knows uh, the network that's involved here, um, is um, is indicative of, um, I believe, things to come. In addition to that, we have none other than bin Laden's son. That's right, bin Laden's son. And... Um, he was uh, uh, quite a bit younger than he is today, but now uh, he is um, bringing himself on the scene. And according to News.com, um, headline, North America, Osama bin Laden's son, Hamza, seeks revenge on the United States for his dad's killing. And, of course, this is from The Sun, the News Corp, uh, Australian Network, Um the claims were made by an ex-FBI agent in a forthcoming episode of Americans' new show, 60 Minutes, which is examining letters discovered at bin Laden Sr.'s compound when he was killed by U.S. Navy SEALs all the way back in 2011. The story goes on to say that among the messages which have now been declassified, his son Hamza, now believed to be around 28 years of age, wrote to his father, and committed himself to the terrorist cause. The Sun is reporting that according to Ali Sofan, an ex-FBI agent, the letter read and is quoted, Every look, every smile you gave me, every word you told me, I consider myself to be forged in steel. The path of jihad for the sake of God is what we live for. Close quote. Hamza was 22 at the time the letter was written and has been touted by some security experts as a future leader of al-Qaeda, the terror group his father once led. The FBI agent, Mr. Shofan, was the Bureau's lead investigator on al-Qaeda after the 9-11 attack and said plans for Hamza to take control were first formulated when he was still a child and used to appear in propaganda videos. The ex-FBI agent said, and I quote, he was a poster kid for al-Qaeda and for members of al-Qaeda who were indoctrinated with these propaganda videos. He means a lot to them. Close quote. Now what that means is the younger kids who have now grown up in the footsteps of their terrorist fathers and mothers in terms of... um, Al-Qaeda, they have uh, grown up with this uh, son of bin Laden, uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's directly or indirectly because they have been indoctrinated with these videos that he's been a part of. So that makes him a very, very central and uh, I would suggest a powerful figure within the emerging new leadership of Al-Qaeda.
In 2015, al-Qaeda released an audio message of Hamza himself calling for attacks in London, in Washington, and in Paris. In the last two years, he has released four messages calling for attacks against the West. More particularly, Mr. Chauvin, the FBI agent, said, here's, here's the quote from the FBI agent. This will be the center part of the story coming up, I think, this, this weekend on um, 60 Minutes. The quote is from the FBI, FBI agent. He's basically saying, American people were coming and you're going to feel it. And we're going to take revenge for what you did to my father. Iraq, Afghanistan, the whole thing was about vengeance. And um, in January of this year, Hamza was placed on a U.S. State Department terror watch list and labeled a specially designated global terrorist, the same classification his father had. Um, And so, um, as we are considering what's happening in Manchester, there is no doubt with the very uh, tough talk by President um, Trump uh, in Saudi Arabia at that joint Arab-American summit, his continuing comments, even though while in Israel we're certainly uh, more honed to uh, Hamas and Hezbollah and their uh, sponsoring um, country, uh, that being Iran, There's no doubt that as uh, our military special operators in the Middle East, in Northern Africa, and we know that the Philippine government uh, were another area of um, terrorism has been a problem. As as those operations are stepped up and more of these uh, enemy combatants by way of terrorists are going to be eliminated, um, you can bet believe that they are going to attempt to uh, increase the amount of uh, terrorism that they can inculcate uh, into the people. So, anyway, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Let's take a break. Uh, when I come back, uh, let me tell you what's on tap here. Want to thank you when we come back for those of you who communicated with our Governor Rick Scott. He vetoed the whiskey and Wheaties bill. And you're not going to see hard alcohol, at least for now, in those big box stores or in convenience stores. Talk about that. Plus, uh, just what did Donald Trump write in that note he put in the Western Wall? We'll have a chat about that. And uh, exciting, exciting archaeological finds are coming out of Israel. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Ever wish that you could sit down with John MacArthur from Grace to You and explore the Bible together? Now you can by reading his new book, None Other, which we want to give to you free. These are practical, applied truths about God. Get your free copy by logging on to our station website and use the keywords, none other. It's our gift to you. 
Here at Faith Talk, we love John MacArthur and Grace to you, and we know you do too. For a free copy of his book, None Other, go to letstalkfaith.com. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. I'm Gunnar Crawl, a sophomore at Clemson University and a graduate from Sarasota Christian School. My time at Sarasota Christian prepared me for college in, in a lot of ways. I think a definite advantage at Sarasota Christian School is the, the smaller class size. The smaller class size allows the teachers to teach more in depth about the topic than other schools. We are uh, able to learn more about the why things are and not just black and white facts. If you're not ready for it, college life can definitely be an experience, maybe sometimes not a positive one. But being a Sarasota Christian and their emphasis on spiritual learning, it definitely gives you a good, a really good foundation when you transition into that college life and uh, being out on your own. You're able to realize who you are, what you believe, and why you do the things that you do. And this gives you a great moral compass as you uh, go throughout your time in college. Send your child to Sarasota Christian School. Visit sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west? And we're back. It is 17 minutes past the hour of 5, the Bill Bunkley Show here on uh, Faith Talk 570 and 910. Hey, I want to tell you about a giveaway before we talk a little bit about um, just a thank you to the governor for his veto of the alcohol bill. We've got uh, Randy standing by in Tampa to join the conversation. You and your family, though, could be going to see the Boston Red Sox play the Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field. Now, I want to tell you, folks, these seats are not in the rafters. I repeat, we're not at the top of the trop. 
No, we're giving away a family four-pack of lower box preferred seats to one providential winner. Now, the game is going to be the one on Sunday, July the 9th, and you and your family, all four of you, could be sitting in some amazing seats for this game. Now, would you like to go see the Rays play the Sox? Go right now to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Look under the contest tab to enter the Rays ticket giveaway. And uh, enter once per day. Excuse me. And you can uh, better your chances. And, again, that's uh, coming up uh, game uh, July the 19th. They usually get started about, what, about one thirty. Welcome back, and uh, I want to just give a, a quick little shout-out. I mentioned this during the first hour, but um, just after uh, a minute or two after 7 o'clock, I got uh, noticed, got a heads-up, that just about three minutes prior to that, the governor's office filed the necessary per, uh, paperwork with the Secretary of State. I think it was uh, time-stamped about 6.58 that he in, indeed uh, vetoed uh, putting the hard liquor in uh, Walmart um, grocery store shelves in their big box stores, Target big box stores, Walgreens, Sam's, Costco, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, did so because he thought that uh, the volume and the pricing of alcohol, quite frankly, and the impulse buying, um, his stated reason was he believed that that was going to hurt the existing small businesses who are uh, a lot of family-owned of the packing uh, package stores. But on Tuesday this week, he also talked with reporters about concerns in the bill about alcoholism in his own family. Uh, His own father had abandoned him when he was a baby, raised by his mom, and uh, was uh, an abusive alcoholic as a brother out in Texas, struggling as well. And um, so, and of course, we were urging um, not only the veto because of the temptation to uh, young kids and minors shouldn't be around it. In fact, uh, I applaud... uh, ABC liquor stores, I think uh, you'd have to be 21 to work in those stores. Now, I'm certainly not an advocate of alcohol. Be very, very clear about that. But um, for those that uh, are are in with a certain level of a a little more um, maturity uh, and safety, uh, I do want to applaud that where where it's found. And uh, but anyway, um, if you want to see my thank you letter to the governor. That's also at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. As soon as you land on our landing page in red letters, you'll see and click on that. And uh, as president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, you can read my letter dated today, actually going out today, uh, to the governor, thanking him for his veto and uh, my reasons um, for uh, commending him on that. And again, you can read that at letstalkfaith.com. Well, um, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, and uh, I want to share a little bit. Um, I got a story about uh, uh, from CBN News about what Trump revealed, um, or the, the, the revealed contents of his silent prayer to God during his historic visit to the Western Wall. And uh, Billy Hollowell with FaithWire.com is actually reporting on that. But first, let's go to Tampa. Randy is standing by. And uh, we've just had a very strong-willed president um, meet with uh, 50 Arab leaders. He met with the Palestinian president, Mahmoud Abbas. He met with both the Israeli um, uh, president 
um, and with the Israeli prime minister. Uh, he has met with the pope, and now he is going head-to-head with uh, a series of NATO leaders who haven't been paying their bills. And so he is out and about, and Randy's joining us. And, Randy, you have some thoughts on what you've seen so far from this president. Good to have you with us. Yeah, Bill, thank you. The first thing I want to say, and you just did it, and I think we, we all need, I don't do it, but people, especially on the radio, I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh and all those people on iHeart. I don't anymore because they keep calling him Trump. And I don't mean to be disrespectful to you. I have a high regard for you. He is President Trump. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons why people are not accepting him is because those that have voted for him and those on the radio and on TV who are on his side keep calling him Trump, and society looks at him as Trump rather than President Trump. And we are the people that must be addressing him as President Trump because he is our president. And I, that's something that God put on my heart. I wrote to uh, Rush Limbaugh. They never responded. I don't listen to their radio station anymore. And I just want to emphasize everyone, he is President Trump, and we should address him as such, never as Donald and never as Trump. Uh, and I was—I had to throw that in because I just—I never heard you say it, but I heard you say it just now. You addressed him as Trump, and I think that's critical that we address him as president. And then I am so glad that we finally have a president that's bold enough, first to let these NATO nations know it's about time they do their part, and at the same time let them know that we are united with them, and our objective is not to. Um, not, objective is simply to address this uh, Islamic terrorist group and put a stop to them at all costs. And it's so I'm just so glad and so proud that we have a president, our President Trump, who is boldly speaking and putting this on the table and making sure everyone does their part uh, and, again, emphasize that we, the Americans, are here to work with them and not against them and that we have a president that's ready to use uh, the great resources that this country has to offer to bring these people uh, to a halt, uh, and it can be done, and I'm excited that President Trump believes that, and that's what we need, and, and that he's putting God in the forefront, because that's who's going to do it, and as Americans and as people of faith, we have to continue to be in prayer and support President Trump, but more than anything, cry out to God and say, God, this has to stop. Show us how, what we're going to do, and, and, and I, I pray that President Trump continues to uh, be diplomatic and yet stand firm on what he knows needs to get done to bring this to a halt. And I just needed to share that. And thank you for letting me have the platform to say that, my brother Bill. Well, Randy, I want to tell you, I cannot disagree with uh, your request to refer to the president as uh, President Trump. I think uh, pretty much what my policy has been in writing, uh, when you're writing an opinion piece or a document, uh, depending on how you change things up as you move along, you always start by saying President Trump or President Donald Trump. Then you'll say the president. Sometimes later on I'll say the Donald, always with the first official salutation. So I'm even thinking for today, uh, offering no excuse, but uh, I try uh, for a two-hour program that the first time that I uh, mentioned the president, it isn't Donald the Donald or DJ or anything. It's President Donald Trump. 
and then as the program goes on. But uh, I, I just want to tell you that um, uh, message sent, message received. Uh, but let me ask you, let me move on to another topic, and that is um, I ha- was particularly encouraged, and, and to be um, responsible, I have watched every moment of every um, public um, um, event with with uh, President Trump, and and I got to tell you that as I watched his body language, particularly while he was in Israel, as well as in Bethlehem, and it's the subject of tomorrow. Something to think about. I, I'm commending him as well because I believe, and this is no disrespect to anybody here who hasn't been to Israel, until you go to Israel and you see how small that nation is. I mean, it's the size of, it's the size of Rhode Island. And if the Palestinians got their way, they would go back to the 1967 border, which really meant nothing because the United Nations uh, called for the two of the nations there to decide among themselves. Palestinians would never agree. They started attacking the Israelis the day after, the night of, and the day after the 1948 declaration for the United Nations. But I wanted to just get your impression, Randy, because I think that when the president got there, he goes, he sees the Holy Sepulcher, he goes to the Western Wall, he has an opportunity to go to Yad Vashem on the same day that little girls are attacked in Manchester and in Yad Vashem. Uh, very, and the group that's going with me in a couple of weeks, they're going to see this. Pictures of kids, hundreds of, if not thousands of pictures of kids on the walls who uh, were exterminated. Their clothes, their shoes, their their packs, their 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 their, their luggage. I I want to just get your impression. I I didn't hear the president talk anything more about settlements about doing this or that he truly was assessing the situation i want to know what you felt about that i didn't get to see anything i did read some but i know the reason i voted for him is because he is a man who uh, may not understand and know how to fix any everything but he knows there's a problem and there's a solution for it and there is no one, I believe, more capable of bringing the change that we need, not only in Israel, but to join, to bring nations together, to bring stability and order for everyone. And uh, from the little that I read, I never got to see him, but every time I watch him speak or I see him, I see someone who's determined, dedicated, has a heart, and really feels for the people and, and understands right from wrong. And I think that's what makes President Trump stand differently from the candidates that he was with and the past president, uh, our last president. We needed someone that's going to stand up there and speak firmly and have no bars hold and yet be respectful but adamant and insistent. And I think that's what I always expect from, from, from President Trump. And I always see and I'm sure he's going to do for these next few next is this term, and I'm confident he's going to win the next term as well. I am when the people see exactly what he does. Like there's this big talk about the cuts with Medicaid and Medicare and for the elderly, uh, and they're not looking at the big picture. I'm I'm kind of upset. My mother is still in Harlem and lives off Medicaid and 
it may affect her, but we have to come together as a nation and look at the big picture. And that's what excites me about him, that whatever he, he's focusing on, it's not, it's not for him. It's for, him. It's for, it's for his, the nation, it's for his family, and the world. And that's what really uh, makes me excited about President Trump. So I'm sure it was, uh, it was perfect, and, it w- and he hit the, the notes right where they had to be hit. So that's, that's how I see our president and our future. I see a, a great change and America really coming together. And my prayer is that we don't have one of these attacks because then that, it's going to be too late and a major attack, and that's when we're going to really come together, as America always does. But President Trump is trying to avert that uh, and do it without all that, all this tragedy or, or division and, and, and uh, hatred amongst one another. It's not, it's not our president. It's we who are doing it, and we must stop it. That's so right. I, I can just imagine I would, be, I would be honored that he's representing this great nation, and that's how I feel about it. All right. Randy, as always, thank you for joining the conversation this afternoon. Uh, uh, best wishes for you and blessings throughout the Memorial Day weekend. Same to you, my brother. God bless you all. God bless. Before we take a break, just a couple of thoughts uh, on what Randy was talking about. And uh, remember this. And, yes, I know there's all sorts of, you know, with uh, President Donald Trump, there's a lot of controversy uh, in terms of um, his construction business and lawsuits and filing a bankruptcy, not himself, but et cetera, et cetera. But one thing that I that I learned about the president, and I'm watching him in action, and that is a little little known um, uh, nugget here that uh, has certainly been out there, but we haven't talked about, it, and that is he had a knack on his building and his construction projects. He didn't want to just talk to the foreman. He didn't want to talk to the frontline managers of a project. He would always be seen talking to the concrete guy, to the um, to the wallboard guy, uh, to the finishing guy, and um, he had a knack for going to a project and talking to a lot of people and putting them at ease to just share with him. So I think that for all of the uh, the spin that goes on, either praising Trump or criticizing Trump, I think he has an uncanny ability to walk into a situation. I think he's very observant. I think he's, he's very trained to listen and look around. And um, I am optimistic. Now, I could be proven wrong, and I'll tell you if I'm wrong, but... I think that uh, during the campaign, he was very pro-Israel, very pro-Israel. We're going to move the we're going to move the embassy. We're going to do this, that, and the other. I'm saying. Then after he got elected, Mr. Abbas, the Palestinian president, came to the White House, and then Benjamin Netanyahu came to the White House and uh, kind of mentioned to Benjamin at that press conference, "Hey, can you can you kind of hold off on those settlements?" I mean, that was big, and. Um, for him, I think, to come and to see the situation on the ground. And and by the way, it was very glaring, and this is just, we're going to take a break, but this is just very, very true. If this young terrorist in Manchester, if he had been a Palestinian 
young person from the so-called occupied territories under the jurisdiction of the Palestinian Authority with their president, Mahmoud Abbas, if he would have carried out a terrorist strike and had that been against, uh, let's say, uh, there was an Israeli little girl that was maimed or injured, realize that his family would have been taken care of for that terrorist act in Palestine. And by the way, they spent $300 million of their annual budget last year paying out to families of uh, people who've carried out terrorism. And I guarantee you that uh, we know that with what Mr. Abbas says in his native Palestinian tongue to his people is far different than what he says to the rest of the world in English. And yes, those kids are taught to hate. Hate Jewish boys and girls. So uh, I think the president uh, hopefully came, he saw, and he understood. Now, going to take a break. SRN News, what do you think about the president's visit? What was your impression? If you'd like to join the conversation, 877-943-9673. When I come back, um, CBN News and FaithWire.com reporting on a headline, Trump reveals contents of his silent prayer to God during historic visit to the Western Wall. That and some exciting archaeology um, announcements coming out of Israel. Probably on the very road that Jesus walked on, that in the exploration of the rubble of the destruction of the Jewish temple in AD 70. Exciting stuff, especially exciting for the pilgrims joining me on this trip to Israel on June the 16th. Don't go away. I'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump has concluded his participation in a NATO summit in Brussels and is heading to Sicily for further consultations with his world counterparts. The three dissenting judges who support Mr. Trump's travel ban say the court should not have looked at statements made by Mr. Trump during the presidential campaign. The Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled 10 to 3 today against Trump's travel ban, calling the executive order a modest action. Judge Paul Niemeyer wrote that Supreme Court precedent required the court to consider the executive order without looking at Trump's statements. He was quiet and withdrawn, a college dropout who liked soccer and some say showed alarming signs of being radicalized years before he walked into a pop concert at Britain's Manchester Arena and detonated a powerful bomb, killing himself and 22 others. On Wall Street, the Dow by 71 points to 21,083. This is SRN News. 25 years ago, the World Wide Web was launched. Dances with Wolves was voted the best pitcher, and most importantly, Rivard Buick GMC was established in the bustling suburb of Brandon, Florida on Route 60. To thrive in a competitive automotive industry, when you're going up against a huge mega dealerships, it's no small feat. But Roger Rivard and his crack team of loyal, enthusiastic employees outworked the competition every day on both the sales side and service side of the business. Rivard Buick GMC is the number one Sierra dealership in the state of Florida. 
They have the selection needed to satisfy the most discerning Sierra buyers. And during the select model sale in May, you'll save up to $10,000 on select GMCs and Buicks. Go to RevarBuickGMC.com for details. When you see Roger and his staff at many of the community events this year, make sure you say congratulations on a very successful 25 years. That's Rivard Buick GMC, Route 60, Brandon. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. There's only one reason to be excited about Taco Tuesdays, tacos. Now you have 59 reasons to get excited about Wednesdays. When you book an appointment for Wednesdays with Mr. Sparky, you'll save 59 bucks off the service fee for your visit. That's right, on Wednesdays you can get the weekend honeydew list done, and there's no charge for the service call with Mr. Sparky. You just pay for installation repairs and necessary parts. Call 888-8-SPARKY. My name is Leslie, and my daughter, Lucy, goes to Christian school. For years, Faith Talk 570 and 910 has been helping Bay Area parents provide their children with an affordable private Christian school education. You know, I went to Christian school growing up, and I had wanted Lucy to go there. As I've been going back to work and trying to ramp up, having the 50% off thanks to Faith Talk has been huge for us. That's right. At ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find a wide selection of private Christian schools in our area with half off the first year's tuition. It has been such a gift for her. She loves the people there, absolutely loves the teachers. They pray before each class. It's just been a blessing. Half off at ChristianTuitions.com may sound too good to be true, but it is true. They talk is wonderful. If you all are considering a private Christian education and trying to really make it work, they can make it happen. Learn more and get half off your first year at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Hey, I'm Chris Brown, host of Chris Brown's True Stewardship, brought to you by Ramsey Solutions. As a husband and father, I know the stress of managing family finances. Well, imagine what life would be like if there were no car payments, student loans, or money fights. God has a lot to say about money. Tune in. Chris Brown's True Stewardship, weekday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Here at Faith Talk 570 WTBN, we want to better understand our listeners and serve you better. That's why we hope you'll go to letstalkfaith.com and take a brief survey regarding your core beliefs on the resurrection and how those beliefs have shaped your life. Help us be true to the gospel and true in our commitment to serve you. Please help us by taking a few minutes to fill out a short survey at letstalkfaith.com and use the keyword survey. We're back, and if you've looked outside, you know that that low pressure is moving in. The front has moved along. The humidity is coming out of the air, and it's going to be a very pleasant two or three days. So as uh, we get ready to go outside, uh, need to really enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. Just going to tell you up front, I'm going to be uh, stepping out for a few days. Uh, Tomorrow I will be out of the chair beginning Memorial Day weekend and going to take a four-day respite. Uh, Boy, between the governor announcing late last night at 7 o'clock that uh, he was vetoing the bill, I was up to probably midnight uh, talking and, um, you know, a lot of people knew that I was um, very heavily involved with that effort and getting uh, 
the um, alert out for the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. Then this morning, up early again, writing um, today's opinion and uh, my uh, letter to the governor. By the way, if you'd like, if you're just joining us, if you'd like to see my thank you letter uh, to the governor for his veto on the Wheaties and Whiskey Bill, you can go to lestoffaith.com. It's on the front page, right under my picture. It's the red link there. A couple other things I want to remind you that uh, we have a Christian belief survey right now, and it will help us better understand you, our listener. It will also help us to uh, get a picture on how we can serve you better. We want to find out more about your core beliefs on the resurrection of Jesus Christ and how those beliefs impact your daily life. Would you consider taking a few minutes right now to fill out our short, our very short survey at letstalkfaith.com? Use the keyword survey, keyword survey, and uh, thank you for doing that. That's at uh, Faith Talk 570, WTVN, letstalkfaith.com, uh, also on AM 910 and FM 102.1 in Lakeland. Um, interesting article from CBN. I know that when I was watching... When President Donald Trump approached the Western Wall, put his hand on the wall, and later inserted that message, of course, everybody is is very curious to know, I wonder what message the president had for God. Well, Billy Hollowell, writing for FaithWire.com, the story picked up also by CBN News, um, reports that President Trump, in fact, did make history on Monday when he became the first sitting U.S. president to pray and to leave a note at the Western Wall in Jerusalem. Afterward, President Trump reportedly revealed the contents of his prayer. According to a quote attributed to Trump and tweeted by Johnny Moore, a well-known Christian author who is on Trump's Evangelical Advisory Board. Our commander-in-chief sought God's wisdom while at the wall, according to a report in the Christian Post. I visited the Western Wall and marveled at the monument to God's presence. More quoted President Trump is saying. President went on to say, My hand upon the wall and pray for wisdom from God. Trump, who wore a black yarmulke, and you have to approach the wall with the head yarmulke on, and yes, there are separate areas. There is an area for the men. And for those of you traveling with me on pilgrimage, uh, we, the guys, we will go to one portion of the Western Wall. And yes, you'll be able to carry your own message and put your own message in the crack of the wall. And women will be able to go to the wall. They'll be in a separate section. I'll lead the men on one. Mrs. Bunkley will lead the um, ladies to the other. And uh, they'll be able to leave that message in the wall. And we will all be putting... um, head coverings, and men will have yarmulkes on when we approach the wall. Now, what's interesting, have you ever thought about what happens to all these notes? Can you imagine the hundreds of thousands of tourists that come to the Western Wall? 
And I got to tell you that if they never removed the messages from the Western Wall, you would find nowhere to put your message in. Okay? But uh, here's what they do. Um, The notes are routinely removed from the Western Wall. And you know what to do with them? Well, just across the Kidron Valley is the Mount of Olives. And there's a Mount of Olives Cemetery. And uh, these are very sacred because these are people's prayers. It could be for healing of cancer, restoration of a marriage, praying for our leaders. These are very important handwritten prayers. Anyway, they are buried. Uh, Periodically, they are collected very ceremoniously, very carefully, uh, in an honorable way. And they are taken across uh, the street, if you will, the valley, uh, and buried at the Mount of Olives Cemetery. And um, also remind you that uh, Faithwire previously reported that President Trump had sent a handwritten note to Israel during the 2016 campaign. And uh, we do not know what was in that particular note. Um, well, we do. Well, according well, according to the Jewish Telegraph Agency, the note from the collection, the collection, the campaign. Previously written in Trump's own handwriting, read, allegedly, May you bless the United States, our armed forces, and our allies. May your guiding hand protect and strengthen our great nation. Now, in case you little history lesson, the Western Wall is the only remaining part of the Second Temple following its destruction by the Romans in 70 A.D. Now, again, I've been trying to make sure you understand the wall is not the wall of the temple itself. You have the temple platform, and then you had the temple on top, and you had the steps one way where you went up, made your offering, bought your offering, made your offering, and you came out the other side. Huge platform, size of what, four or five football fields next to each other. Now, the other story I wanted to uh, bring to you was um, in honor of 50 years of the reunification of Israel. This is uh, 50 years from the 67 war. Um, Jerusalem Day, that's what they were celebrating yesterday, and that's what our pilgrimage of folks are going to be able to uh, say and be a part of, that, hey, we were in Israel. We are in Jerusalem in that uh, 50-year anniversary. Well, um, we have some interesting news to pass along just very quickly here because almost every day the archaeologists have a new report of uh, something uh, in Israel And uh, it always points back to both Old Testament or New Testament history. But the archaeologists have been busy. And according to, again, CBN News and uh, to Zippy Barrow reporting for CBN News, the report is that uh, as the Israelis are, in fact, celebrating the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem this week, archaeologists have found evidence of the battle for Jerusalem two millennia ago as they are excavating the main thoroughfare leading to the second temple before its destruction by the Romans in A.D. 70. So you hear the connection here? We're talking about the story of the Western Wall and the temple being destroyed in A.D. 70, and now they're down to the very road. Because a lot of when you, like when you walk the Via Della Rosa, you're not walking on the actual 
pathway to Via Della Rosa, that is several uh, feet down. Why? Because the Romans plummeted not only the temple but Jerusalem. So it's been rebuilt and rebuilt from all the sieges over thousands of years. Now, the road, and we're excited because we're going to be right there considering this uh, in our pilgrimage. The, the road, which is about 20 feet below the current surface, leads from the Pool of Siloam to the Temple Mount. Archaeologists believe it could have been built during the reign of Pontius Pilate and would likely have been the route Jesus walked on his way up to the temple. According to Moran Hugby, uh, he told CBN News, this is probably where Jesus acted and marched during his time. And uh, Moran is the co-director of the excavation. Now it's opening a new era in the research of Jerusalem. 2,000 years after the destruction of Jerusalem, And 50 years since its liberation, that's the 67 war, we are going back to the water cisterns, the market, and the city square on the eve of its destructions. Among the finds are arrowheads and uh, ballista balls used in the battle against Jerusalem. And this battle is recorded in the history by the historian Flavius Josephus. On the following day, the Romans, having routed the brigades from the town, set the whole on fire as far as the Pool of Salome. Now, according to Hagby, their finds are verifying the authenticity of Josephus's writings and his historical account. I mean, as I sit here, I just I just get excited, and um, wow. And right now, looking at pictures, the Romans used these ballista balls. They were fired against Jerusalem by catapults. They bombarded Jerusalem with them. And the archaeologists right now are discovering the arrowheads used by the Jewish rebels in their battles against the Roman legionnaires. And that's exactly how Josephus described the battle. And using state-of-the-art research methods from the fields of biology, geology, and natural science, archaeologists have so far uncovered a 100-meter long by 7.5-meter wide section of the road. Now, I've been underneath outside the Praetorium, and uh, I've uh, stood on the street outside the praetorium that they very much believe where Jesus was when he was brought before Pontius Pilate on the day of his crucifixion. Now, I want to just tell you very quickly that um, we're going to see all of that and more. We are finalizing some experts on our trip. By the way, we're going to be leaving on June the 16th, which is a Friday, 740. Lufthansa fly directly to Frankfurt, got a layover, and then we'll fly into Amman. We'll spend a total of 10 days on this trip. We fly back out of Israel, Ben-Gurion Airport, where you saw the the images, the pictures of Air Force One at Ben-Gurion just a couple of days ago. We'll fly on Zurich Air back to, uh, or Swiss Air back to Zurich, and then we'll then board that direct flight from Zurich back to Tampa. The entire trip is uh, is uh, Jordan and Israel, by the way, 
huge packed itinerary, just $3,700 per person, double occupancy. It's a scream of a very competitively priced deal. It's an introduction to uh, EDI travel. And uh, I just checked, and uh, we um, <laughs> we have folks signed up. We have a lady that just confirmed her visas came in. She's flying from Tampa to Kenya, Africa, to pick up her mom, and they're going to be meeting us at the airport in Amman. So I want to tell you, there's room for you, and uh, I checked with uh, our travel coordinator that we have room on these flights. So if you'd like to go, first go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, Click on the link for Bill Bunkley's pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Take a look at that. And then if you have some questions, there's time to get on. If you have your passport, great. If not, you could order your passport, expedite it, get it back in a week or 10 days, still go with us. Call us right now at 727-460-1225. 727-460-1225. We'd love to have you join us. This is the trip of a lifetime. It's Israel, past, present, and future. We're also going to give you a great briefing on all of what uh, is the challenges before Israel in these times. Well, I'm going to be taking some time off. I am uh, tired from the session. I am tired from uh, our work on uh, the successful veto of the alcohol bill. So I'm going to take an extra day of vacation tomorrow. Be back with you on Tuesday. So um, as um, as I think about my mom and dad who served in the armed forces, On this Memorial Day, I pray that you will do the same for your family and friends and for those who have served. And uh, God bless America for those who who have served that we will acknowledge on Memorial Day. Coming up in a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth, How to Take Back Surrendered Ground, Part 1. That comes from Ephesians 4. It's a great study. Tune in for my pastor next. Well, until Tuesday, I'm Bill Bunkley. Have a blessed Memorial Day. See you soon. Good night. So I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners. That was so 2004. Now I download videos at home and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes and... (gasps) No more sorting socks. No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners. You do life. We'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. Attention churchgoers, are you looking for something to do right after church for you and your family? How about brunch with the Clearwater Threshers? Enjoy an all-you-can-eat delicious brunch from noon until 2 p.m., then sit back and enjoy some great Florida State League baseball in air-conditioned comfort. What a great alternative to waiting in line for a crowded restaurant. The best part? Ticket to the game with brunch is just $16 per person in advance, $19 day of game. Every Sunday home game at Spectrum Field on US 19 